We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It was so much fun to watch you play tonight, Julius, because you dominated inside. Then you also knocked down eight threes. You had 17 points in that first quarter. How did you use your physicality and your long-range shooting to just dominate this game? Uh, you know, I'll just take what the game gives me. You know, not relying on one or the other. Uh, just playing. Uh, three ball felt good today. Uh, so, obviously, I was going to take them. Julius, thank you. Thank you. Danny Gardner, I thought RJ actually had a good game against a tough matchup, but had some loud, bad moments. I I am I don't I wasn't seeing the the RJ hate coming tonight. Um I do think he had an okay okay game. I'm not gonna go good. I think he had an okay game against a tough matchup. I'll take this bad RJ game every time, especially on defense. Yes, that's the that's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. If this is the floor for RJ, sign me up for it. Thank you, Danny. Carolina Knicks fan, Obi got a better mental than me. I don't know how I could take being efficient and still being pulled the way he does. God bless him. Happy with the W. Yeah, it's tough. It's the elephant in the room that's not going away anytime soon. Unless they trade him. Well, that's how they make it go away is they trade him. It'll go away. Kevin Danishevsky forwards with a 25% usage to have a better points per shot attempt than Julius Randle. Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, DeMar DeRozan, Kawhi Leonard. I love Jalen Brunson, but his slump entails that we go all in for Julius. You mean for the All-Star campaign? Um, I don't know how many coaches still haven't voted. Um, I think if he gets in, it's going to be because people appreciate the durability. I think that's going to be the tiebreaker. And I think the other reason why much lower down the list. This win was perhaps such a big win for the Knicks. If they could, if they're still in seventh, I don't think they're going to get up to six. If they could be in seventh, when the final votes are tallied, I think people are going to have a tough time not giving him an all-star and he'd be the one. I agree. Red Sarachek. Great win. My one qualm. Can we make free throws fun again? Yes. Good Lord. Yes. Yes. If they go 85%, Tim should dance to a song of Opie's choice or has to wear a suit the next game. Great win. Uh, is there a single coach in league that still wears a suit? I don't think so. Nope. No, one, none of them do. They got rid of the suits um, during the bubble. I mean, they still then, can wear a suit. You can, but they got rid of the requirement to wear a suit. I personally like the they don't wear suits anymore. 
it's weird when I see now like old pictures of Tibbs wearing a suit. He looks mm-hmm. just strange. Um, I, thanks, Red. Yeah. Yeah. Good good stuff. Uh, busy with another one. Is it fair and reasonable to say that Obi and Julius don't work on defense because not enough time is given to develop chemistry and that they would figure it out given more of a chance? I don't know if you can overcome certain fundamental issues about the two of them defensively. So I do think it would need to be a scheme that switches a lot more because drops not going to work against them. We talked, we talked about this. I, I, I know you heard cause you were on the playback, but we talked about this a lot throughout the night about how like people hate drop. People hate drop. People don't want to see any more drop. Well, when you, there were at least three or four, moments tonight, correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, where they did something other than drop and then they got beaten because somebody made a pass and like, you know, it, it's just, it's hard to guard good offensive teams in the NBA. It's twofold because when you're not playing drop, it implies that you're switching and when it's Hartenstein or whether it's Sims or even Julius Randle, it sets up Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell with a one-on-one matchup in a switch which if he it can lead to a blow by and gets the rim or as you just mentioned, a kick out to a wide open defender if there's help. Yeah. Or you come to the level, which they did several times tonight. Mm -hmm. And then that opens up the pocket pass to a guy like a Mobley or whoever setting the screen. You know, there's always, there's always give and take. I think I'm going off on a tangent, um, not to avoid the question, but to just imply like there are other ways that they'd be able to defend with those two on the floor. That was not, that is not one of Tibbs traditional preferred defenses i think he's shown you of late that he has flexibility in his bag um when he doesn't have his ideal personnel we've seen that this game we saw this the last game it's a matter of can it work well enough to make the offensive benefit worth it and i think the biggest concern that i would have is defensive rebounding i think against certain teams you know, which is tough to say because Julius is a really good defensive rebounder, but I think I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a chemistry thing though. I don't think like these guys are gonna like play together enough and then just find something because Julius, that's the downside of Julius. I don't know that Julius is a guy who's I don't know. Have we seen him develop defensive chemistry with anyone? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think that would be tough. I think it's an important distinction in these lineups. Julius is playing the five. So like, yeah, that's who you're matching up. The chemistry yeah. you're matching up is not that Obi would then replace yeah. Mitch. It's that Obi then replaces Julius and then Julius has to replace Mitch. And it's a whole different the other, scheme. The other know? part of it is like, if you watch them defend, it is obvious to me that they try to take Julius out of the action as much. And if, if he's taken out of the action, they try to keep him out of the action. Like they don't want to involve Julius Randall defensively. They want to try to mitigate Julius Randall's presence on the floor defensively. So if you're introducing another wild card into the equation, which in this case would be Obi and forcing Julius to essentially play the five and have more role in that way. I do think you're forcing Julius to do more, to think more, to be more active on defense. I think that's tough for him. I don't think that is his strong suit. And I think they recognize that that's his strong suit, not his strong suit. 
all of this being said, does it mean they shouldn't try it more? Like, no, they, they I'm not going to disagree with that. I, agree. I, I don't think it's a chemistry thing. Robert Cross, uh, first time, long time, John. Are these Knicks about to surprise us again and finish strong into the All-Star break, man? What is the best record you could possibly envision them having going into the All-Star break? Don't ask me. Yeah, it's true. Then I get cursed. And then I just, I hope they do. I'm the one that said I'd sign up for five and nine. And they're one and two since then. Did, so. <laughs> I mean, after so at, they go to Boston, and then Brooklyn is essentially a home game, and then it's four straight at home: Lakers, Miami, Clippers, Philly, road trip, Orlando, Philly, and then Utah, Brooklyn, home. Both of those are home at Atlanta. So essentially, after the Boston game, because again, I'm counting the Brooklyn game as a home game. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven home, three road. So. Be a great time to start playing good at home. I'll say that. Uh, Robert Cross with another one. It's your boy, John. Does Obi get more burn after the All-Star break? If not, is his future with the Knicks finished? Um, well. My, my you know, quick answer is no. It, it's interesting because Beg, Begley, who Ian Begley's incapable of being wrong about reporting because he doesn't report anything that he's not sure of, <clears throat> reported earlier this year that they're not. They're, I mean, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but he is, I took it as him essentially reporting that the Knicks have very serious qualms about resigning both Emmanuel Quickly and Obi Toppin to extensions. And that it would seem like the smart money is that they are going to look to move on from one of those players for that reason. If indeed they are now back on the Emmanuel quickly bandwagon and are not trading him, is that's not something that's been discussed, I think, much in terms of the rationale or part of the rationale for potentially looking to deal Obi Toppin. I don't know. I don't know. In the same spirit, next question. Fargo Tufo, what contract would you give Emmanuel quickly this offseason? I'm sticking with my guns. I've been saying four for 64. And I think that's high. I think I'm high on that. Um, and the 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 when I, I went on with Jake Fisher on his show, uh, what was it a week and a half ago? <clears throat> the biggest takeaway from that that I took was that he suspected that a lot of the mid tier contracts that we are we have gotten used to seeing the contracts in that you know. 14 to 18 million dollar range, right? Basically above the mid level, but below 20 plus a year. He thinks that those are going to start to go away, at least in terms of longer term deals. And he thinks we might see more of players maybe taking shorter deals for more money to then hit the market sooner and try to like reestablish themselves or settle for more security with a longer length, but at a lower number. Do I think Emmanuel quickly is going to settle for four years at essentially the mid level? No, I do not. Do I think they could reach a compromise with Emmanuel quickly in which they give him say two years, $30 million. I don't know. I don't know. Would he take that? I don't know. So, Let's hope this is a conversation we are discussing this offseason. 
that they've extended Emmanuel quickly for X X dollar amount. I think we will be. I don't think they're going to trade him. I really don't. Hamdi M, wait until you have child number three, John. Go Knicks. Uh, Hamdi? (laughs) Not happening. Don't you put that evil on him, Ricky Bobby. Dude, we had... Oh, my God. There, There's like eight seconds a day where I look at my youngest. I'm like, ah, oh, she's cute. <laughs> you know. Okay. So and, then the, and then the ninth second happens. Oh, uh, okay. And then the 10th. And then the other however many seconds are in the day. It's funny. My, my group chat from high school today was sharing videos of their kids. And I had to be a jerk. Get a better fucking group chat. Uh, that group chat, you're that I'm in with you. You also share videos of your kids and I get my fix and then I, you know, go back to doing whatever I want. Um, I share maybe one video of my children a month. Right. I'm saying this was that day of the month where okay. they were sharing a video of their kids. All right. You made <laughs> it sound like it was a normal point. thing. Oh, no. It literally is just like, hey, look, my son just did this and he wanted to wave with the camera. And then it led to my daughter did this and my other friend whose kid is much younger was like, oh, we're, we're feeding him. And I being the jerk took a video of my apartment and was like, um, oh yeah, I have no kids. And then they, they just had to rub it in, you know? What am I looking at right now? I can look, I'm looking in my dining room in which all of the walls are written on in crayon marker and pen. It's fantastic. Robert Cross, first time, long time, John. Do you think Collins will walk back his crusade to trade Emmanuel quickly? It had me nervous. Hashtag 53 wins. They're not trading IQ. They're not trading IQ. IQ's not going anywhere. He's no matter how hard, how hard Jeremy tries to. No matter how hard Jeremy tries to. No. Uh, another one for Robert. Robert Cross, you're amazing. Um, I'm watching all this R- RJ slander and collecting receipts. And don't forget, you must demand that the apology is louder than the criticism. That is a That's requirement. Right, Macri. <laughs> He'll be fire post All-Star break. I'm going to be loud. Hashtag 53 wins. Well, you know what? If he's fire post All-Star break, then the Knicks are going to get the succeed because he's the missing fucking piece. If RJ could be the guy that they didn't trade for Donovan Mitchell, again, I'm not fully convinced that that was an intentional decision by them and that it wasn't them getting the rug swept up from under them. Whatever. We're here. Uh, hashtag we here. we here. Yeah. If he could be the guy that everybody like you seems to think he could be, not for, forget succeed. There'll be a team that puts a square into a team in the first round. He agrees. Hashtag 53 wins. There you go. Yeah. Be him, RJ Barrett. Be him. Rob Delusmo. What's up, JM and our man, Andrew? Great win. Still stumping for a new head coach. Of course you are. <laughs> Deep looking within your hearts. You know it's true. Mad love, Knicks fam. I mean, you're obviously not getting me on that. Mad love. Yeah. Mad love. Yeah. <laughs> Barish Duggar. IQ is clearly the closer over RJ and an untouchable. Well, it's like three untouchables in the league. Um, but yeah, no, they're they shouldn't be looking to trade him. Is he the closer over RJ? I think RJ made two big defensive plays late. I would have liked to have quickly guarding Darius Garland on that that possession that ended up in an N one. I'm there. I, there's no disrespect to RJ. I hope it's not any disrespect to RJ that quickly's a better defender, and I think just flat out this needs to be out can there. We, you know, can we just like 
with all the caveats, roll everything like injury, everything quickly has been the better player this year. Yeah. You know, it's just that's granted quickly's tough start lasted longer than RJ's tough start. There's another end of the floor that I just I've just been more impressed with quickly. And in this conversation, in this context, I it's less that I need him closing on offense. I need him closing on defense down the stretch. Yep, exactly. Uh, Red Sarachek with another one. IQ's IQ puts most IQs to shame. Plus minus leader. 16 in a row. Has he? No, that can't be. He hasn't been the plus minus leader for them 16 games in a row. That can't be. I will look that up. There's, is there a way to look that up? Just going one by one. I'm just going to go past couple to see if he is. And if he is, great. Um, I will, however, look up a, pl- a stat that I have looked up a few times this season, and I'm curious where they are now, which is uh, where, <clears throat> excuse me, Emmanuel quickly ranks league-wide in terms of plus-minus um, because he was pretty high up there. Um, I believe last time I checked, he was 25th. And I would not be surprised if he was a little higher than that now. You want to take a guess at what he is? I have right here. He's, I, uh, On the year, total plus minus. Uh, plus. Well, I you don't have to guess the number, but you get guess the rank. Oh, the where he minus. is, he's number one. No, for the league. The league. He's not number one in the league? I thought he was like for a while number one. Emmanuel league. Quickly? Yeah. No, the number one plus minus player in the league is the guy who's going to win his third straight MVP, Nikola Jokic. Oh, Jokic. Okay. Um, and and <laughs> the two players behind him are two players on his team. Contavious <laughs> Caldwell-Polk and Aaron Gordon. Um, and then after that, you have two Celtics, Jason Tatum and Derek White. No, Emmanuel Quickly is 20th in the league in plus minus. That was close. Um, which is excellent. And the next highest Nick is Mitchell Robinson at 38. This uh, this quickly stat seems real. That he's their leader in plus minus sixteen games in a row. I'm six games in, and he is their plus minus leader six games in a row. If that's true, uh, okay, no, the um, that's we're at the, the Detroit game, and Julius was a Jalen Brunson was a plus twenty. Emmanuel quickly was a plus six. Okay, okay, but he's been their plus minus leader for six six in a row. Since then, so this is now five games later. That's really freaking impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that he's played in. Yeah, that's still he played in the he was plus six against Detroit. Julius Randle at 42 and a plus 14. I th- this is semantics. So Mayo quickly has been great. I was just like surprised. How about that the, here, look, you know, here, here's here's what you need to know. Here are the three players immediately ahead of Emmanuel quickly in the plus minus stats. John ja Morant, Kevin Durant and Darius Garland. Pretty, pretty so. good. Yeah, forgot NYC hashtag ball handling crew. Let's Shout out one. to our friends at Manscaped. Love it. Haitian uh, Ferg with another one. Crazy how Tibbs haters have made it nearly impossible to give credit when it's due. Some of y'all would rather lose to be right. I'm not going to comment on that. Um, he isn't perfect, but for this roster, it works. Y'all need to relax. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I said it in the last post game. It, It is what it is. You know, he's not in. He gives people a lot of reasons to dislike him. And I do think it takes either a certain type of personality high um, or a certain type of, I don't know, 
I don't know what to to like him, to want to root for him, to support him. Everybody seems to hate him. It's amazing. Except media people, which has always been interesting to me. Like real media people, real media people who are around the league um, every day uh, don't have this view, which I find interesting. Johnny Hurts. What's going on, Johnny? Hey, John. Great energy at MSG tonight. Uh, I'm starting to prefer IQ minutes over RJ at both ends of the court. Seems to be a better fit in the top five running with this theme. Uh, thanks, Johnny. Um, yeah, it's quickly is pretty good. Uh, Patrick Perino. Nice to see Obi playing well again. That being said, I feel like he might be out for a more versatile wing forward. Um, the problem is like if you're if you are trading him, you need to replace those minutes. And I do not think for a second the Knicks are going to um, be comfortable having Jericho Sims play back up four minutes for the rest of the year if they trade Obi Toppin. They are going to, if they trade him, they are going to either in the deal that they trade him or in another deal acquire a player who can be a backup power forward for them. What are you laughing at? No, it's a red Zarechek who had the quickly stat just put in the chat. I'm not going crazy. I saw it on on Twitter. It can't not be true. Twitter is on Twitter. It has to be. It has to be real. I I agree with you, Red. Like I've had that happen to me a ton where it's like I saw a stat, didn't fact check it. It just seemed researched and it messes me up later. You know, by the way, just to finish this point, the the. The reason why, ultimately, even with the contracting and what I said a few minutes ago about the, about you know maybe envisioning an Obi trade, why I think it's unlikely is there is unless you know Kyle Kuzma is going to get traded, um, which he's not. There's only one player on the market that we know of, and again, I'm I'm not like forget OG and an Obi. Like, there's only one player on the market that is a, a four, and that's Jake Crowder. And I'll tell you one thing, Jay Crowder ain't coming here to play 12 minutes a night because uh, he'll do the same shit that he did in, is doing in Phoenix and saying like, peace, I'll, you know, send me my checks. So like, and like with the Knicks haven't even been rumored as a Crowder team. Now, does that mean they, they won't trade for Crowder? Who the hell knows? But like, if you're trading for Crowder, you are, you're playing him at the three, a decent amount, which like, I don't. Do they want to do that? Does he want to do that? Like I don't, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's the biggest argument, probably against why an OB trade would happen. For over thirty years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award regardless of the severity of your injury and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100 or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212 212- 
866-610-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Knicks fans? This new year, you've got goals, and Factor is here to help you achieve each and every one of them. Save time and have the energy you need to tackle everything on your to-do list with Factor's ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Get Factor and not only skip the trip to the grocery store, but skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has the meals to help you live it to the fullest. With keto, calorie-smart, vegan veggie, and protein-plus meals on the menu each week, prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all of the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 35 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus, you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 36 plus quick bites, smoothies, juices, and more satisfying add-ons. Looking to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready quicker than restaurant delivery. In just two minutes, eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all of the ingredients you want and nothing you don't. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus veggie meals each week. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes, there really is no easier way to eat well. Achieve and maintain your goals this year with Factor. Get America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit and start saving time, eating well, and living your best year ever. Don't hesitate. Head to Factor75.com Filmschool60 and use code Filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code Filmschool60 at Factor75.com slash Filmschool60 to get 60% off your first box. It's Donovan Mitchell and Nick today reporting to John. Donovan Mitchell is still not a Nick, but Julius Randle is. Need four more wins to get to All-Star break at 500. Which ones can we steal? Um, My wins, if I had to, if forced to pick four, can I be a little flexible? And say one of the Brooklyn games. Uh, Is Orlando home or away? It's away. I'm worried about that game. Should be. <clears throat> um, I'll go Brooklyn. One of the Brooklyn games. The. 
the Clipper game. Mm. I know. The Laker game. The Orlando game. You know what? The, so I could see them winning all those games. I could see them winning Utah at home. I could see them winning at Atlanta. Like I could see six different wins. Can they They're get gonna win four? on? Oh, sorry, I interrupted. Go no, ahead. no, that's it, dude. Can they? Can they get four of the six wins I could envision? What? Well, they're going to win on February 2nd. Hashtag heat culture. Don't worry. Heat culture means Jimmy Butler magically decides not to play for some reason. I was about to say, yeah, can we get a rest day for the heat? Jesus. Uh, Ahmad Khalil, what's going on, Ahmad? Raptor war. Julius uh, Jalen Brunson, 4.3. Julius Randle, 4.1. Mitchell Robinson, 3.4. IQ, 3.0. Quentin Grimes, 1.7. Isaiah Hardenstein, 1.2. RJ, 0.5. Best Nick team in the past 10 years. Huge upside, unlike the best Mellow team. I agree. They now, have the, a, the highest player on that Mellow team was higher than all of these guys, but, you know. Mm, um. Although Raptor probably doesn't agree with that because Raptor values half-court defense. I really do think if they got the right guy, and I don't know that that guy is out there, I think if they got the right guy, they could really, in the right matchup in the first round, I think they could push a team. I really do believe that. It all depends who that team is. Like I, I would be, saying. I'd be intrigued if this was the preview of the first round. <laughs> You know that I think that would be a fun for. I think they need another guy. I don't think it would be a great series right now. I think they need another guy. Yeah. Oh, LeBron James is 189 points away from tying Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. How many games of the Lake? Could you look up how many Lakers games there are left until he comes here? Stat just flashed on my screen. Um, Anthony Sixto, IQ's understanding of spacing and timing against bigger defenders has developed by leaps and bounds. Yes, it has. He has become amazing. When he puts his head down and he drives, with one exception tonight that uh, we commented on in the playback where I think it was Levert pulled the chair out from under him, he's been awesome in in terms of his decision-making on drives for a really long time now. You You have a lot of confidence when he puts the ball on the floor and gets into the paint, which, by the way, is something he's doing a lot more than he did over the first two years of his career um, will open even more playmaking opportunities. Yeah. That's the other part of like, Oh, can they make the right trade? Like keep, keep giving Emmanuel quickly the opportunities he has. we like those opportunities. Those opportunities are not only good for him. Those opportunities are good for the team. So like, can you, can you get a guy who's not going to take away, you know, and that gets back to the Tibbs issue. Like can Tibbs adjust? Can Tibbs have a more democratic offense? Difficult questions. So LeBron currently is 35 in the game against the Clippers. Yes, he's 189 away. I think he just hit a free throw. So 188 away. How many games does he have between our game and the Laker game? The San Antonio game tomorrow. Okay. Then he plays Boston on Saturday. Okay. And then the night before he plays the Knicks, he plays Brooklyn. In right, Brooklyn. So he's three games between now and then? Mm-hmm. So All I have in my head is like... Can he get to where he needs 50 points to tie the record against us? And so essentially, there's still time. There's still nine minutes left in this game. I think he just scored again. So there is a world where he can average 40 over the next three games and get to the guard and needing 50 to, to tie. That would be frightening. I'm not putting it past him. It's San Antonio and who else? 
San Antonio, Boston, Brooklyn. <sighs> a East Coast trip for the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. And those are games that he could want to... Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not out of the realm uh, at all. Uh, Emil Boumansor, what's going on, Emil? Good to hear from you. What did you think of the refs today? I already said I thought they were okay. I didn't. I had an issue with a couple of calls down the stretch. By and large, I thought they were fine. Monster game from Randall and quickly. I feel like the Cavs took Brunson out of the game, so thank God for Randall. I think Brunson's. I we we could say it. I think Brunson's a little bit of a slump. He had the massive uh, third quarter against Washington. Overall, his game against Washington was good, but other than that, of late, he has struggled a bit. I think. Um, is that well, the, so? I'm oh. trying to think. Now we have a couple more. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at Jalen Brunson stat. Like, when did the slump start? You know. Um, Mark Sable, what's going on, Mark? Uh, Mitchell still feels like the one that got away from me, but credit to the Knicks for beating a very good, healthy team. Again, we're going to be having the Mitchell conversation for a long time. Just prepare yourself for it. You know, it's. It is what it is. Thanks, Mark. Good to hear from you as always. Will Oliver, just back from MSG. Credit to iHeart. He was big time. Yes, he was. Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Groucho Marx. We missed one. Uh, Jay Livingston, Julius Groucho Marx. That's a good one. And then and four more. All right. AR, and then we got the other one from, uh, from Frank. The other night. Okay. ARA worldwide. It's been a long time that the leader of the cam movement didn't say hello, smiley face and say our guy is being mistreated. Um, man, I was talking to someone last night about cam. I, I it's not, it's not going to happen. Uh, I think you're, you will be able to make everyone else eat crow. If he goes somewhere and becomes a real player. Until then, because the again, the entire league, the entire league, you get this guy for two second round picks. No one wants to give him up. The Lakers literally just chose Rui Hachimura over Cam Reddish. They could have had him for two seconds, you know, and they and then they said no. So like, you could kill the Knicks, you could kill Tibbs, you could kill what kill kill whoever's here that you want to kill, but like, you got to kill twenty nine other GMs. Because everybody else has the opportunity to get him literally right now, and nobody wants to take the chance. Uh, another one from ARA Worldwide, gents. Despite being, despite the draft being a little down the line, but any prospects or positions you would want the Knicks to focus on: shooting, mm. shooting, shooting, shooting. Yeah, Funct- functional shooting, shooting that could stay on the floor. That's all. You know. SKOE. What's going on, SKOE? Respect to the KFS fam. Thank you. Is it reasonable to say that the Knicks are the best team that has no superstar? If true, then we could be one move away from being a contender. I do think that if they get the right superstar, they could be a contender with one move. Are they the best team without a superstar? I don't know. It's a tough conversation because like who's a superstar? We've 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 had that conversation before. We don't need to have it now. Um well, let's just go through. Let's really quick. We could do this really easily. The teams ahead of the Knicks in the standings. Boston has a superstar. Denver has a superstar. Memphis, yes. Philly, yes. Milwaukee, yes. Brooklyn, yes. Cleveland. Is Donovan Mitchell a superstar? It's the first one that I've had pause, but for argument's sake, let's say yes. Um, and then I'll skip this one and then go to the next two. Miami, yes. New Orleans, yes. Although Zion hasn't played a ton this if- year. A superstar that 
when he plays, yes. Yeah, and then the teams immediately behind the Knicks, we should just mention too. Phoenix, yes. Booker. Clippers, yes. Dallas, yes. Um, and then the only other teams above 500, Utah and Atlanta. Utah, yes. Or sorry, Atlanta, yes. Utah, no. No, but the Knicks are currently six. No, sorry. A game and a half out of Utah. The question is again with Sacramento. Because Sacramento is doing it with the Aaron Fox and Devonis Sabonis, I think most people in the league would say that both the Aaron Fox and Devonis Sabonis are better than anyone on the Knicks. But I don't um, think either of those guys is a superstar. So no, the answer is no. You'd have Sabonis over Randall. Yes. Okay. All right. Barely, but yeah. Randall's barbecue chicken every time he sees Sabonis. So. GD Nation, uh, why do you think the Knicks lose so much down at the half? Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't read too much into those general general stats where it's like they they have this record if they're down at the half they have this record. I, I think they're a team that struggles to come from behind for sure. Um. They're not good at making big pitches because that's not how their offense is. It, it, that's not how their offense is is built with to, to go on huge three point barrages. So that's probably the big the best answer I have. But I don't I don't make that much of it. The shooting is my thing. They don't run and hide from teams because, nope. like we we've been seeing it with with Grimes, like the looks that he gets. You know, like it's a night like tonight. It's no mistake that the Knicks actually made a push and had a comeback because they made seventeen threes tonight. You know. Yeah. Um maybe the maybe my comment about Brunson's slump is a little bit overstated. What did Brunson have tonight? He had fourteen points. So it's three oh. games. And you are I did look three at games. It. Three games. Yes, it's yeah. three it's games. Since you, the, the game against the Wizards, which he had thirty two. Yeah. In against uh Atlanta, he was seven of fourteen for nineteen points. Against the Raptors, he was six of fifteen for twenty one points. It's a it's amazing. We could sit here. We talk about a point guard that's in a slump, mm-hmm. and those are his stat lines. And tonight, he had 14 points on how many shots? Mm, 11 or 12, something like that. Okay, so like, yeah. again, if this is the worst shirt get from Jalen Brunson, sign me up. Okay. Yeah. Um, ARA reward one more to which draft spot in OB plus Knicks 2023 pick plus the Dallas pick get you? This has been a Jeremy special lately. Wondering what, it, like, if you're gonna trade OB, wait till draft night. Um. All right, the Mavs lost tonight. They are talk about a team that is in precarious position. How long is Christian Wood out for? I, I don't know. He might be back soon. So, <clears throat> for argument's sake, let's just go with where the standings are now. The Knicks have twenty their own pick, and Dallas would be the seventeenth pick right now. I am assuming the the Mavs will pick in the late teens. I think the Knicks will pick in the mid teens. Plus Obi. Well, I'll lean on what happened a couple of years ago. Um, the Knicks tried to move nineteen and twenty one. Correct me if I'm wrong. That was the Duarte draft. They tried mm-hmm. to move 19 and 21 to get up to draft Duarte. Duarte went 14. 14. And they could, and Indiana said no. Now, if you're throwing Obi in, 
So like, I guess the point is that two picks in the, in the mid to late teens plus Obi Toppin, does that get you in the top 10? Honestly, I don't think it does. I don't. Thornton was 13, by the way. 13. Okay. Yeah. Still, I don't think it does. Mm-hmm. Red Sarah check. Imagine being a Warriors or any other fan and having this type of channel and every night being like Curry dropped 31 instead of 40. Ugh. No other team could bring the juice like this one every night. I agree. Well, with that. shout out to the Light Years pod who does. They don't do super chats or the way we do it with like basically a mailbag after every game, but um, they have the same thing where they uh, do a, a post game and it's Oh no, the sky is falling. We have Steph Curry, you know. Although for the Warriors this season, I'm still waiting for to see this team turn it on and like roll off nine straight or something like that. Yeah. It was a rough loss they had against Brooklyn the other night. Mm-hmm. Like I know Kyrie was awesome, but that was a rough loss. You know, it's uh, funny. We get all in our feelings about the Knicks blowing leads, right? And there's that that edited graphic. It's a collage of like what the the score graphic was in the corner of the screen when the Knicks had a certain lead and it's like a collage of like these were all games Knicks lo- the Knicks lost and it's like Knicks up 9, Knicks up 20, Knicks up this there's a similar collage that has the Warriors and it's like 7 games where they were up by a bunch late and lost and you know that's every, that's their team this year every fan, every fan base in the league has these conversations mm-hmm. Red Sarachek with one more. Thank you, Red. You've been awesome tonight. Time to join the Patreon. Yeah, come. It's fun. Um, you know, it's the to get in on these playbacks. I think it's like the, the price of an expensive cup of coffee a month. And you get all the bonus pods, too. Um, when we have a ticker tape parade, KFS has two has to pregame together. Um, let's end on a high note. Six seed upset first round. Seventh Avenue gets closed off. Man. <sighs> if they got the six seed and upset someone in the first round, my lord. That's playing the parade after the 60. Jeez. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And now we're going to finish up with the question from the other night, right? Mm hmm. This is from Frank Miranda. What's up, Mac? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. Let's do the exercise. Where would you rank RJ in terms of the Knicks' best assets? I got our first, then Grimes, then quickly ahead of him. That's excluding Brunson and Randall. Um, all right. I want to put aside the first round picks for a second because I don't. I had an interesting conversation with. Um, I think I could probably just say it. I had an interesting conversation with Fred Katz earlier this year, who talks to a lot of front offices, and he's really, really plugged in, more plugged in than he lets on. I think, and he was talking to me about how, you know, teams model. Everybody has models for first round picks uh, across the league and potential. Um, first round picks that that can be acquired um, and so on and so forth. And he was telling me that generally speaking, again, I don't want to over overextend the, 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 the point, but generally speaking, the further out the picks go, the more teams will project them to just kind of be regressed to the mean. So like closer to the 15th pick in the draft, like a 2029 pick, like who the hell knows what's going to happen between here and 2029. So you're going to assume it's probably going to, you know, at this point, you're going to assume it's somewhere in the middle. That said, um, I think Grimes is, is higher on the list than RJ as an asset. I, man, 
You think quickly is a more desirable asset than RJ Barrett? Post extension, yeah. What I think he's more valuable now, pre extension, with the with the possibility. I'm talking be- RJ's extension. <gasps> oh, post RJ extension. Yeah, post RJ extension. RJ's value is like significantly. Yeah, I don't know. He's no longer on, like I'm not saying in the sense of like, oh my gosh, he's bad. It's just he's no longer on a rookie contract. You know, he is locked into this number. Yeah, it's a good. It's a. It's a. Again, if he progresses like everybody assumes, yeah. it's a fair number. Um, man, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm gonna put RJ ahead of quickly as a really? trade asset. Yeah, wow. I am. I am. Um, and then as far as the picks go, do I think I think RJ is more valuable than their 2023 pick? Hmm. And I say that wondering if a team wouldn't rather have like the three f- percent chance at Victor Wembanyama than RJ Barrett. Or whatever percent of Scoot or you know whichever of the Thompson twins is better, I don't know. Um, man, is our, am I really going to put RJ second after Grimes? We're excluding Brunson and Randall. I don't know, man. I, I guess so. I'll put him two. Okay. How'd that feel? Wrong. Okay. Feels wrong. <laughs> Feels wrong. Feels wrong. I disagree for, for what it's worth. You I think would, quickly's higher. I think quickly and Grimes are higher. There's a ceil- there's a ceiling with RJ. I still think enough teams would talk themselves into. Um man. That, he's averaging twenty that, he's averaging twenty a game. If that's the case you're making, then yeah, that's that's fine. I I can't help but laugh. I thought you were actually very generous to RJ in that that uh, exercise, and I was wondering if it was like, wait a minute, like I I think they would rather have the wings that are are like Quentin Grimes that are more efficient from three and quickly in his defense. And you had me thinking if I'm being too hard on RJ and we've got, a, I'm not going to say names, but there's a comment in the chat. John and his RJ hate is gross. And it's like, I thought he was actually really nice to RJ right there. Wait a minute. I mean, there was, here, here's my, there was a time where you'd rather have a dozen chicken wings than RJ Barrett earlier mm-hmm. this year. Um, and then the rest of the season happened. I mean, he's in the 37th, 32nd, excuse me percentile for points per shot attempt among NBA wings this year. Hmm. So that's the bottom third. You know, and then the and then when you factor in the fact that the defense has not been good. Um and he's on a hundred billion dollar contract. I think uh, yeah, I don't know. Like the numbers are what the numbers are. That's yeah. Anyway. All right. That was good. I was happy we ended on that. All right. Well this was fun. It's good to do it after a win. Isn't that, isn't that nice? <laughs> really, I really did need this. I needed this in the worst way. And I would imagine the Knicks also needed this. Probably. In, in a way, you know? In a way. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, please like this video. Subscribe to the Knicks Film School uh, YouTube channel. If you are listening to this in podcast form uh, and you're not subscribed somehow to our pod, subscribe to the pod. And if you really want to be generous, take the extra time to give us a five-star rating, drop a nice review. 
and we will be back with more fun and games very soon. Peace out.